So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Well now, it is finally August. <laughs> I had this pegged, man. I knew that summer was going to go by quick this year. I know a lot of people are probably mad about that, saying, gee, where's my summer going to go? And everybody's going to be all uptight and saying that summer should last longer. It kind of does. It's just vacation doesn't last longer. I mean, September technically is a summer month, depending on who you talk to. Things don't really hop up until October. But I'm glad summer is about to go to the big hee-haw. Because, I mean, all this money I'm paying for, like, air conditioning and not to mention that you know, summer costs a lot of money. And you'd be sweating your days out and this damn heat and all this stuff. Damn near a drought. People complain about the rain. People complain about the weather anyway. It's not like they can do something about it. But at the end of the day, you know, instead of just enjoying the time that you have, you always want more of something. And I just don't get it. You know, you have enough time to go ahead and enjoy yourself. But in the end, you know, we're still going to sit there and complain about things that... You know, it doesn't really benefit us except for something that strokes our ego. But there's another reason why I'm glad August is around because. Whoa, 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 hold up, hold up. Yeah, yeah, not yet, not yet. It was a tease. Jeez, well, for you Cyclone fans out there, chances are the Cyclone's coming back too, so. Jesus Christ. Anyway, let, let, let's get to what this show is really about. Because, welcome to the J-Man Show, here on K360 Radio. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Hey, J360 Legion, and welcome back to the J-Man Show here for episode 64. It's your man of the hour. Well, half hour anyway. J-Man. So, it's good to see you all again, and I told you it was going to happen tonight anyway. I just wasn't going to get home in enough time, you know, covering things, the day job, and going ahead and doing whatever sort of errands wait for you. You ever have that moment, like, when you're done doing your day job, but there's still a lot of extra stuff just waiting for you when you leave. And it kind of just is like, oh, now it's a whole juggle factor of getting things done rather than just getting things set according to plan. So that's why things are a little late tonight. But hey, I figured this, you know, since I have live capabilities, I might as well just be able to pick up the pieces and go ahead and give you guys a presentation like around 9 o'clock 
And that's usually when everybody's home and just chilling out after eating or whatever. So it kind of works out in the end for me. So chances are I'm going to try to go ahead and make sure I do more live content for you all in addition to the traditional way of doing things. But other than that, though, I hope you've all been pretty good over the week. I mean, what with all this crazy stuff going on. Now, some of y'all are probably going to think that I'm going to talk about 45 and what he's done lately. Nah, not this episode. This episode is going to be something a little bit more fun and fulfilling. Because, you know, we are giving the last days of summer a hurrah, you know? Some people are actually going back by the third week of August, right? Yeah, or or before that, something like that for some of y'all because... Hey, I guess they just want to go ahead and get through it early and stuff like that. Education is very important, because I'm looking into further in mind, so we'll see how we can juggle all this stuff around. As for me, it's been such an exciting summer, though, because what with the weather the way it is and all sorts of things, i got to have my fun, too, so I haven't been home enough like anything, you know? Which is why, you know, I'm going to go ahead and create a new production schedule for these J360 shows around here. Especially the power play. I know a lot of y'all were like, hey, you know, you told us about the power play. When's the other episodes coming for that? I haven't turned my back on it entirely. It's just I found other ways of doing it. And I think the best way to do it would be to go ahead and just, you know, make you guys the episodes. I'm keeping the names of the games secret. Like the stuff that's on the wall of shame. That definitely has to be played through. Because for a while there, I was becoming more of a game collector instead of a game player. Like, you know, when you go out there and you see, like, oh, such and such has been re-released. Like, Mega Man X is the latest remaster of what's been released as of late. Outside of Sonic Mania Plus, which I should suggest and probably have suggested, everybody pick up because it's well worth it. If you haven't picked it up by now, this is the definite version to get. And there's also a home version where you don't have to buy it off the line. I prefer to buy it off the line, though. But it, it really depends on a matter of preference. But you all should definitely check out Sonic Mania Plus. Now, as for Mega Man X Collection, yeah, yeah, you should. You should pick it up if you don't own it already. See, some of these things I own on PS2, and I still play my PS2 all the time. And as I should, I mean, with the way, like, the PlayStation Network just keeps getting KO'd all the time. Like, the the fifth time just happened, right? Maybe because of a status update, but I know a lot of people couldn't go online last week because of some issues. And earlier times than that, it was because it got hacked. And then there was also an issue, like, say, like, if you had an older PS3, there was an issue with the time clock one time that couldn't even get you on PlayStation Network. It's just it's just a lot of stuff. That's why I always keep the PS2 around. It's like, oh, okay, so I see they're having more of a service update, server problems. Okay, well, you know what? They can have it. So let me just sit back here, play my PS2. If I'm not so busy trying to make as much money as I can on the outdoors of things, yeah, you know, that's just how it would go. I would sit back and chill out. So I have another way of actually getting content for you all for the power play. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to have that in sequence with the way the Cyclones production schedule is. And I'm sure a lot of y'all were very anticipating on J360 Radio Live. So you see, all these shows, we want to try to get them done for you all. It's just a, you know, timing and what would me and everybody else's schedule going through some of the random changes as they do. It gets kind of tough, but I know we can always make sure we'll get some content for you and, you know, we'll build that bridge. And I'm really interested to see how the NFL is looking this year because I think my boys, the Eagles, are going to pull it off. And I will always stand by the Eagles. Sitting there on Periscope looking at everything and seeing uh, Doug Peterson come out there and, 
you know, one way or another, everybody wants to try to take it from us on how we won and how we got it and pretty much how everybody else in Philadelphia was reacting to our big win. But you got to understand, we got one and we're going to get one again. So ain't nothing holding us back on that sort of scenario. I don't know if it'll be this year. Now, that's the question. But I am going to stand by and say we're going to be in contendership. Why the hell not? Of course, everybody now is starting to try to jump on that Cleveland ba- uh, that Cleveland bandwagon. And I guess, I guess they need hope. I mean, remember, Cleveland is believe land. So, maybe with all these set pieces and whatnot, we got something there. I mean, after all, you know, everybody's either part of the Baker Mayfield camp or they're part of the whole... Um, well, actually, Hugh said this. He said the Browns are Tyrod Taylor's team. Maybe Tyrod got some A-game. I don't know. But it remains to be seen. But we're going to get through all that pre-scheduling and everything else. We'll have it all set up for the Cyclone. I just want to remind you all out there that the Cyclone is still a thing. It's just that, you know, when you go on season hiatus after the big Super Bowl win or... No, no, usually it's after the NBA Finals. But when we go ahead and we do that sort of thing, it all checks out. We're just all on break right now. But as for the J-Man show, well, <laughs> that's all round, year-round thing, baby. But, you know, recently I went to the supermarket, and I was looking around at some of the other stuff, like, you know, for, like, my scenario, my setups here, and I managed to get, like, a whole new television cart, and I started bringing out all the old stuff to get prepared for the Power Plays production regarding, like, all of the old PS2s and PS1 games and stuff, and I have them set up right here in a good way. But by looking back at some of these, I also think of, hey, you know, some of these games here kind of deserve a remaster. Like, this Neo Geo collection I have here, I know that I can pick up on the PS4 anytime. But, you know, I, like, look at it sometimes from here and there. Like, I think Art of Fighting collection's on there, and I think... No, Samurai Showdown collection's not on there, but I know you can get the first one at least. It would be nice if they had some of these compilations on there so you could actually, you know, play through them or do some online battles with people. You know what I mean? The scenario setup is just too good to pass up. But I also see, like, there's some Capcom games that need to be remade, too, like the Onimusha franchise. Now, I heard way back when that Capcom has trademarked the Onimusha name again. So maybe there's a chance we'll probably get that. I hope we do, because those those four games, yes, even the fourth one, which was hard as hell, they need to be replayed again. I mean, I, and I'm going to do something with them, don't get me wrong, but the thing about it is, they should be out here right now as much as Double May Cry is. And they also have Double May Cry re-released for the upteenth time, along with Double May Cry 5 coming next year, I think. It's not the end of this year, it's, it's definitely next year. So... Why miss out on the opportunity? Because, see, I was more of an Onimusha fan than I was a Double May Cry fan anyway. And I can say the same thing about a lot of Capcom properties, because I haven't even touched base on the whole Mega Man Legacy collection, because, well, once again, I have it for PS2. But the other thing is, is because Mega Man 11 comes out, and I figure, you know, as soon as that comes out, I can go ahead and pick them all up in one fatal swoop, you know? And same thing with, like, Shinmu. Shinmu's coming out. Shenmue 1 and 2 in a collection at the end of the year, so chances are, yeah, you'll probably get a nice stream of that going on, but I just can't, you know, I just, I just can't wait to see, like, all these things come together and stuff, especially what with the remastering, that's a market in itself, it keeps all of us retro gamers happy anyway, 
But it still doesn't mean I don't get to do my weekend activity of going to the flea market to actually see some peripherals I need. And you know what? I think this PlayStation 2 controller I'm holding right now, <laughs> I think it's had it because, good lord. Keep in mind, this has been around me for like quite some time. So, you know, I'm just looking at it. It's like the condition's all worn out and stuff like that. Like, you can tell I broke this in playing Street Fighter because I was sitting around and I was doing all these crazy combinations and it finally caught up to it because now I can't stop Ryu from spinning at all. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, it's little things like that where I'm just like, you know, I, I got to go ahead and now I have to find the retro parts that I need. And I know some of y'all are probably like, well, you know, Jay, you don't have to wait to go to flea market. You can go ahead and go on eBay and get something. And it's like, yeah, I don't mind being sociable, though. You know, it's convenient for new technology, but I need to go ahead and take a look around my neighborhood, get to the community a little bit, be out there, see who's selling what around here. It, it just works out to just get out there and do these things. But as I look and see, like, um... Oh, look, here, here's, I got a collection of Kingdom Hearts right here. I need to finish. I actually need to get better at this. I need to go ahead and finish Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah, yeah, I know. A lot of y'all are probably gasping at this. Like, you never finished Kingdom Hearts 1, but you're talking about Kingdom Hearts 3 or whatnot. Well, that's the reason. I want the whole complete series so I could just play through all that stuff and just forget about life for a while. You know what I mean? Like, say, like, if I have a hard day at the day job and stuff like that, you know, and I'm playing into a series that, you know, I really never gave my full attention to, and I'm just going ahead and I'm getting through the whole set, which is possible now because they've been remastered multiple times. You see what I'm saying? So I'm just waiting until that third one comes out. So when it comes out, marathon play. Now, will I power play it? That's a question for another time. Because I really want to go ahead and get through certain games like i know a lot of y'all are probably still waiting on that god of war playthrough i need to do and when that newest one came out you know that's a matching set right there marathon playthrough all that stuff and you know like right right off the bat i'm wondering why you know yeah yeah i'm wondering why sony didn't take all of those games because a lot of people bought the saga collection and just you know update and remaster that or even port it because they pretty much cleaned everything up and put it on the PlayStation 4 anyway. The only one that really needs to get fixed up is technically Ascension. Because Ascension was buggy and it was tiresome. And you could tell it was a prequel. Not saying that the storyline, the music, was bad. It wasn't. But it was just annoying to play. Because from time to time the environment will kill you more so than the beast and all the puzzles and stuff. You know? Like sometimes you know, you'd be in a death trap so you gotta hurry up and get out of it. And then chances are you're hitting the buttons at the right time, but then all of a sudden the glitch comes in there and just messes the whole thing up. And you're like, hey, hurry up and patch this so I can finish the game. But then you're not going to get a patch for it anyway because chances are that patch that runs through there makes the game a lot more sluggish and causes more problems and errors than it is so they'll have to do a patch for the patch. And, you know, it just gets to that point where it's like maybe the game... Should have been fine-tuned before it came out. And I've seen a lot of that. And, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of games out there you all would think that's buggy as hell and really needs to get fixed up. But I'm going to say x on the obvious, though, so don't mention that game that features the world's fastest hedgehog and all that kind of stuff. Because everything about that game has been said. You know what I mean? But, you know, like, 
Actually, I wanted her to back, though, because I remember, like, when everybody was talking about Sonic Forces and they were talking about that was going to be a big deal when that came out because that was part of this whole resurrection or renaissance of Sonic. And I was like, didn't the renaissance of Sonic already happen when you guys designed Sonic Unleashed? And, you know, outside of the Werehog levels, I mean, Sonic Unleashed was great. And then you play, like, and then you play Sonic Generations, which was really good, too. And actually, you know what? They need to go ahead and put Sonic Generations on the PSN store. I wish they would have done that too. You know, because, like, for. It doesn't have flaws. Yes, it does. But at the same time, it was pretty good. You play that in addition to Sonic Mania. And if anything, Sonic Forces pretty much reminded me of Sonic Generations in general anyway. So, you know, why not have Sonic Generations up there too? Because that was a damn decent game. So, you know, just put that stuff on the store and, you know, just go from there. But then again, of course, you got Sonic, you got, um, what, PlayStation View? Or no, no, no. What's the, what's the rental system that we have? PlayStation Now. So, yeah, you can go ahead and rent that game for a while, but I'd rather it be a full copy. Yeah. And then as I look at, like, some of the classic Spider-Man games I have, I have... Maximum Carnage, which, uh, this, this will never see the light of day again. If anything, the best thing to play this game is on, like, an emulator, like ZSNES or, you know, whatever, whatever one you want to use, but because of a claim or whatnot, it's, it's not going to get re-released anytime soon, which is pretty sad because this is a damn good beat-em-up. And then, like, you know, there's the first, first Spider-Man game here, and that, can't talk, man, I'm mixing up both characters that I really love. But, um, you know, like, Spider-Man PS1 here, like, when you fought against, um, a lot of the classic games, like, pretty much reinvented how you play Spider-Man games, you know, like, it, it was awesome for its time, and then you have Spider-Man 2 Enter Electro, which pretty much shined a light on other Spider-Man villains picked up right after the first one. I wish they would have made a third one about it, but they moved more into the movie games, and this is when, like, the Tobey Maguire films were coming out, and... You know, a lot of people like to make comparisons between all of those movies, too. But I like to think they were good for their time. I mean, they came in at the right time after the big boom of X-Men. You understand what I'm saying? And even the X-Men games that came out at the time were pretty damn decent, too. What with the fighting games they were. It was called Mutant Academy. And then somewhere along the line, when they made that third one, I think it was, um, it was, it was something Dimension, right? It was on the PS2, and that was the fighting game. Um, God, it, it was a fighting game called X-Men. Well, let's just say for sick argument, X-Men Dimensions. It was okay, but, you know, at the end of the day, it, I guess it didn't sell enough because they didn't make any more X-Men fighting games after that. They started to try to do the X-Men Legends games, which definitely need a re-release. You know, out there at Activision, come on now. You re-released Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Which is good, but come on, you can re-release the other two, the X-Men games out there, because I think the Fox and Disney merger deal is finalized, right? It's been finalized for the upteenth time. I think it should be over now, you know what I mean? Like, it's okay, you know, we never forgot the the existence of X-Men or Fantastic Four, so at the same time, I'm like, why did try to make it seem like it was that way? Maybe it was the movie license. Obviously, it was the movie license. But the thing about it is, is that they can re-release those games. 
Because those were pretty much the quintessential X-Men games there for a while. It had the team aspect. You're fighting against Magneto in the first one. And then you're fighting against Apocalypse in the second one. And, you know, there was no third one for it. Because each one was just a ship into the next area. The third one to those games would technically be the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. And the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games did get re-released. But they weren't all that great. So instead of just wasting money for that, I just went ahead over to GameStop because, you know, for obvious reasons, I went over to GameStop over there, saw them sitting in the used area, and I just picked up one and two at the same time. I liked the first one a lot. Second one was kind of, it was whatever. I mean, I mostly dealt with it because of the Civil War storyline, but that's about it. I didn't really care about, like, the build-up behind it. I didn't care about the new system that they were building with it. You know, because the old one was pretty damn good. But I can understand, though, because you want to change it up a little bit. You want to give players a challenge. But the problem with the challenge is, is that, you know, you don't accurately explain, like, how you, you know, make it work. And those things were action RPGs. So, explaining and getting us through a tutorial level, which they did do in some areas... They just didn't explain how you, you know, work with it like you're supposed to. Or maybe they did and I just didn't give a damn because I was so excited to play as the Marvel Heroes again. But, um, there's supposed to be a new set of, um, supposed to be a new set of games coming along. I know because the Spider-Man game is supposed to lay the platform for something. And I think Square Enix is working with Disney on that new Avengers game that's supposed to come out. And Word is mum on it, by the way, but, you know... I'm just waiting to see exactly what it's what it's going to be about. Because if it's going to be like the way Ultimate Alliance was set up, then, you know, then pretty much what I just said there is just like, you know, now I'm void. Because that's what, you know, we all want, really. And, um, you know, how about this? Maybe Disney could work out a deal with Capcom again to go ahead and bring out Marvel vs. Capcom Fixed. You know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and fix up the Infinite game. Like, at its core from what I saw, I think I kind of took more of a popular opinion approach rather than just say, you know what, the hell with it. The game's like dirt cheap now. You can get it for like 20 bucks. But you see, as I look at it, I see that there's pretty much a good game in there. It's just, you know, you can tell they banked on that movie license. Whereas, like, hey, if they just went ahead and took as many characters from the library... Worked it out the way they needed to because obviously it's a business, so you're going to spend money on DLC. You keep working with the DLC a little bit, and then you try to get the core characters that actually build the fighting game the way it's supposed to, and you go from there. I mean, they pretty much did like a whole, pretty much they're running make or break on Street Fighter V. I mean, what with the way they have the characters re-released and they're patching over, patching over and stuff like that, because that's their top IP there for a little bit. Or one of them. They could do the same thing with Marvel vs. Capcom. They could. You know, and the thing is, it's just don't lie to us and tell us that, oh, well, a lot of them won't remember what those X-Men characters were. And it's like, no, no, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie, and you know it. And I remember, like, when they had Marvel vs. Capcom Origins on the PS3, I, I just had to go ahead and get it. But it would be nice to get a contemplation or a collection remastered collection of all of those Marvel fighting games you know just to see how everything built up and led to where it needed to be starting all the way back to X-Men Children of the Atom that would be amazing 
You see, I'm talking about the Capcom games now. I'm not talking about, like, the Activision uh, Mutant Academy games. They were good. But going back into it, though, Capcom had it all locked down, man. Even with the original sound from the characters from the 1995 classic X-Men series. You see what I'm saying? Like, at least then you had that fan service on one hand, and it was just a good game to play, and then you could easily access it. Like, sure, there was a learning curve there. Like, I can go into a whole different debate about, you know, modern fighters versus classic fighters, because back in the day, you had a learning curve. You got your ass kicked multiple times, but you learned how to get better at the game. Whereas nowadays, you can easily do something with, like, what, one of the shoulder buttons now? And it's a cheap deal. I remember sitting there playing Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and doing that. And I was like, no, this this isn't what I'm used to. Which is another reason why a lot of people went back to 2. And it's the same thing for, like, when Soul Calibur 4 came out, a lot of people went back to 2. Plenty of people hated 3. One, because it wasn't a multi-release. And two, because it was buggy as hell and wanted to delete your data. You know, if you were trying to go through the Weapon Master mode. Which is a sad point because Weapons Master Mode is pretty much the franchise mode for that game series. And they just ruined it like that. Yeah, it, it, I'm sitting here the whole time. I gotta actually, I'm gonna rebuy that game. I remember trading it away because I just didn't want to play it no more. But then I was like, you know, I should have held on to it because they got Soul Calibur 6 coming. And I kind of like a complete set of games that I buy. You know what I'm saying? So now I gotta go on the hunt for that again. And only this time is I'm gonna have a backup memory card. Hey, remember those? A backup memory card to lock in there. And that's just gonna be it for Soul Calibur 3. You know what I mean? If it erases, it erases and destroys itself. So all I gotta do is rebuild from there. So that's kind of the only thing I need to do regarding that series. But since they got Soul Calibur 6 coming. They got Dead or Alive 6 coming. Even after the tease that Team... I think, was it Team Ninja or was it Tecmo that said that, no, we're moving on, we're we're not worrying about that series anymore. And, and everybody went out there and bought Last Round and they were like, oh, well, you know, let me get Core Fighters so I can go ahead and get all the DLC and stuff because they're not going to mess with it no more. That was a pretty good marketing tactic they had. And you're probably wondering if I fell for it. Nah, because I still got DOA 5 Ultimate on PS3. Eventually, I might get last round, but then again, if that's the case, I might as well just go ahead and, you know, because I'm pretty much buying the same game. If anything, I'll just wait for 6 to come out, and then we'll go from there. But wouldn't it be nice, though, to get, like, a whole contemplation of all those games, too? You know, like, even all the way back to the cruddy-looking first one, you know what I mean? And you can say what you want to say about the first one, but it still had the jiggle effects, and that's why, you know, I still have my Xbox Classic sitting right here, just to go ahead and play those games, too. Because there's a lot of games that are going to be missing out on, because they had, um, what, SNK versus Capcom uh, Chaos or something like that. Now, this game might not see the light of day again, but then again, Capcom versus SNK did. But this game here was designed by SNK with the Capcom license, so I don't know, but I'm going to hold on to it. This this one is not going anywhere. But, like, a lot of these classic fighter games here, you know, I, I've been mentioning a lot about them. They need to be re-released and remastered and brought for another generation to enjoy. They do, because a long time ago, we weren't so easily plagued by licenses to the point 
where you can't have fun anymore. Like, you know, you used to can enjoy these games. You used to could just sit back and say, well, you know what? I want to play a platformer based on this game. And I'm going to sit back and just go ahead and work my way through it. At least that's where emulation comes in and actually keeps it keeps classic gaming alive, too. And which, by the way, I need to go ahead and get a dedicated PC for that. So I'll write the list down on that one. <laughs> you know, hey, I'm always working on improving the quality of things around here. Because um, I know Mickey Mania is not going to see another light of day. Or you know what? All those Illusion games needed to be remade. I remember that. Because the first one, Castles of Illusion, or no, it's not the first one. But it's definitely a big part of that series was made. And then that got remade for the PS3. And it was good. But for some reason, Sega ended up shutting the studio down that designed it. So we never got the ones where Mickey and Donald team up. And I was like, what a loss. You know, like, what what a loss. And if you were lucky to pre-order that game, you actually could have got the classic Genesis version on there, too. But you see, you know, everything's so strict now. Things used to be loose. Like, you used to could just create and just and make a wonderful, you know, something wonderful for people to live out their fantasy, play their games, you know. Like, it, it was something great, but now it's just all... Money, 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 business, 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 license for a limited time, and if it doesn't sell, you know, we're just going to kill the project dead. And it's just like, wow. Way to just wipe all that out. Like, like sometimes, you know, I look at the Iron Man games that came out, and I was like, you know, they have their problem, yes. Because, you know, most times you just want to fly around in an Iron Man suit and you want to blow stuff up. You see what I'm saying? If they gave us something with that beneficial out of these games, you know, or you're playing with different Iron Man suits, which you had the ability to do, you know, like, the game could have been a little bit better. But, you know, if, if anything else, you see where they had to kind of limit you on things. And then you see where they're like... The, the gameplay wasn't matching exactly what was, you know, fun about being Iron Man. They tried it, but it just didn't work out. It's the same thing with Superman from time to time. You'll sit there and you're like, you know, I would love a great Superman video game. Hell, I'm still holding out for one. Like, I even say, like, maybe a Superman game where, you know, sure, he's depowered first, but, you know, you level him up, you get him where you need to be, and then you just make sure that you understand that maybe he's in like a um, magical dimension. Maybe there's magic around because it's one of his weaknesses. Or maybe like, you know, maybe he's going through a solar flare. And, you know, after a while he needs to be built up. But the only problem with him going through a solar flare is he needs a day of rest. So, you know, if you really understand the genesis of the character and you try to really work things out, you might have something there because... They made it work with the Injustice games. Of course, you can say, well, Jay, the Injustice games are fighting games. I get that. But, you know, it's not saying that it's impossible. It's possible. You just have to go ahead and find a way to do it. Like, at least in the animated series, and I'm talking about way back when, the, the first part of the Superman animated series, they depowered Superman down to make the character interesting. They purposely did that. They said they nerfed him because it makes him you know, seem more vulnerable, and it makes the rogues gallery a lot more dangerous. And, you know, at one time, because I was, you know, I didn't get the gist of this, I got the gist of it a little bit later. 
when I didn't get the gist of it, I missed out on a pretty good animated series. And then I rewatched it again with different eyes, and I was like, yeah, this is okay. This is exactly what you need to see. You need to see a, a a seemingly invincible hero get his ass kicked multiple times because at the same time, this is a threat. This is something that we need to look forward to. So how's he going to fight against this? He has to use more of his brain instead of his brawn. He has to put some variety in his skill set. You see what I'm saying? And they built that stuff up, even to where in Justice League, you know, he still suffered the wharf effect, but he was still the icon that he is. And then much later in the Ultimate, or no, not Ultimate, I get it mixed up with Marvel right now, the Unlimited series, Justice League Unlimited, Superman started acting a lot more like who he was. You know what I'm saying? Like, even to that City of Cardboard speech where he cut loose, right there, you know? It's just a lot of people will always talk about whether Superman's OP. Oh, Superman Superman kicks ass, Superman's OP. Superman gets his ass kicked, oh, Superman sucks. Oh, we just uh, we don't care for Superman. Yada, 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 all that other stuff. It's like, damn, do, do you even comic book, man? You know, like, in other media, sometimes Superman gets nerfed so that we can go ahead and see the human side of him. You know what I mean? To go ahead and see the adventure play out. I mean, if you want Superman to just come in and kick ass and stuff like that, then what's the point of the other pages in the book? What's the point of the other part of the show here? Because, see, as showrunners, the idea is to sell the show. What's the point if he just solves it all? It's the reason why sometimes Goku comes late. It just builds up the drama. Because at that point, Goku's on a level so high over everybody, you know, it's done at that point. You know what I mean? And which, by the way, those Dragon Ball Z fighting games, they've all gotten better. Even Xenoverses. But I can see that we're getting near to the end of the time factor on this show, so I gotta get ready to cut it close, guys. But keep in mind this, like, as I'm conversing about these topics on the show, you guys are welcome to email me at j360productions at outlook.com or send me something on Twitter at j360productions. You know, about anything you guys want to talk about. You know, we can do a different take. We can step up. I can go ahead and address your questions in another episode. I remember I had a segment called Question of the Week. And keep in mind, I'm not done with that yet. So I'm always working on evolving the show and getting it to where it needs to be. So, and you as the J360 Legion, remember, you have a voice. So go ahead and use it. Just use it responsibly because if it's a asinine statement i'm gonna give you an asinine answer (laughs) nah nah i'll probably just go ahead and include it for humor's sake but you know the thing about it is it's just hey this is an open forum so you can kind of talk in here you can kind of say what you need to say the thing about it is just be reasonable about it and just remember that you know put yourself out there a little bit after all it's a two-way relationship here but I know episode 65, we're going to go back into finding out what exactly is going on in Washington. And I know because I pretty much have the notes right here. So before I go ahead and handle that 45 mess, you know, just uh, come back next week for 65 around the same time. Um, If you don't see anything at 7 o'clock, chances are we're going to do the show live at 9 o'clock that night. All right. So until then, I want you all to take care of yourselves. This is Jay signing off. Laters.